Please take your seats. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Shall we all open our Bibles to Zachariah? Chapter 4. From verse 5 to 6. Amen. Shout Gidomai. Amen. Amen. If you are with your wife, you are with your husband, you are with your siblings, tell them it's time to make things happen. It's time to cause things to happen in our lives. Say, tell them, tell them. It's time to make things happen. Hallelujah. We are making things happen. We are causing things to be. We are causing things to become. In the name of Jesus. Today I'm teaching on the greatness of your power. The greatness of your power. Amen. Or the greatness of your spiritual power. The greatness of your spiritual power. The greatness of your spiritual power. And it's going to be a series of teaching. And today I'll be talking about know that you have spiritual power. Are you hearing an amen to that? Amen. Know that you have spiritual power. Say it with me. Say, I have spiritual power. Say it again. Say, I have spiritual power. I have spiritual power. Say, I have divine power. I have divine power. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Zachariah chapter 4. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's very important that as Christians, are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? It's very important that as a Christian, you understand what you have and take advantage of what you have. If you do not know what you have, you cannot take advantage of what you have. If you do not know what you have, you cannot put to work what you have. Amen. Amen. Do you know you can have something and not know you have it? Do you know that? Do you know that something can belong to you, yet you would not know that that particular thing belongs to you? Is that possible? Yes, sir. I said, is that possible? possible. So it's important that as a Christian, you come to understand, you come to know what belongs to you. Amen. Amen. And what belongs to you in Christ Jesus. 
There are things that have been given to us in Christ Jesus. And these are spiritual things that God expects us to know, number one, and to be able to live or put to work. Amen. Amen. Not many Christians ever know or ever live to know what they have. Amen. Amen. Not many are taught to know what they have. Not many. So many Christians are where they are because they do not know what they have. Amen. Amen. Come on, shout powerful. powerful. And so in this series of teachings that we've been bringing to you, in this series of teachings, we teach you, we bring you, we enlighten you, so that you can know what you have. Because that is the plight of many Christians. Not knowing what they have. And not knowing what they can do with what they have. Amen. Amen. One of the spiritual things that we have, or spiritual inheritance that we have received in Christ, is power. I didn't hear an amen to that. One of the spiritual things that we have received in Christ is power. We have received power in Christ Jesus. There are things that without Christ you cannot receive. And there are things that without Christ you could not have received. So there are things that the Old Testament folks never received. But because we are in Christ, whatever is in Christ is in us. So we have received what is in Christ. Why? Because we have received Christ. And Christ is the power of God. Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ is the authority of God. Christ is the life of God. Christ is the righteousness of God. Christ is the wisdom of God. Christ is the person of God. So when you receive Christ and you say you are born again, it's not just a religious term. When you say I am in Christ or Christ is in me, it's not just a religious term. It's a practical experience. It is something that has practically happened in your spirit. But you can just get born again and never know that. You can get born again and have your name written in the church. And be an usher. And be a leader. And never know that you have received someone in you. Did you hear what I just said? So many Christians live by themselves. Many live with the knowledge that they are themselves. But there are certain Christians also who live with the knowledge that they are in Christ. And because of that, they are not themselves. 
And one of the inheritance that we have received, among others, is power. Spiritual power. And that's why it's important for us to know that we have received spiritual power. We are not looking for spiritual power. Or spiritual powers. Amen. We don't find spiritual powers in an item. No. That is not Christianity. Do you know what I just said? Say spiritual powers. I like the powers. Say spiritual powers. Say divine powers. Say I, I, I want to take my time because sometimes we teach a lot of things and we realize that many don't know what we are talking about. Amen. I have received spiritual powers. I have received spiritual power. You have received spiritual powers. Or spiritual power. The power is spiritual. Amen. So you have spiritual power in you. And I'll show you from scriptures. Amen. And it's important that Christians understand that. Come on, shout glory. Glory. Do you know what it means to know that you have spiritual power? Mm. Wherever you find yourself, or wherever you are watching me from, maybe this is the first time of hearing us teach something like this. Amen. Amen. Glory. Glory. Do you know what that means? Katosi apalakatash. To know, to recognize that you have spiritual powers. That you have spiritual power. Not that you are longing for spiritual power. Not that you are seeking for spiritual power. Not that you are going to buy an item that contains spiritual power. You are the item that contains spiritual power. Do you know what I just said? You are the instrument that carries spiritual power. So the Christian does not need items to work spiritual power. Because the Christian already has within his spirit, within her spirit, spiritual power. That is an inheritance that we have received in Christ. Thank God for the, for the Holy Ghost. Whoever I just said. Amen. Amen. Do you know what that means? Kalabason Ta'akapa. Zachariah chapter 4. It says, Then the angel, chapter 4, verse 5. Then the angel that talked with me answered and said unto me, Knowest thou not what these be? And I said, No, my Lord. Oh, then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord of hosts. Then he says, Who art thou? Verse 7. O great mountain, before Zerubbabel, says, Thou shalt become a plain. And it shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings 
crying grace grace unto it come on shout glory it says that the word of God came unto Zechariah is that not powerful so it is not by might it is not by power it is by my spirit that means that then says, who are you? Oh, great mountain. Oh, take us to verse 7. Carlos Otoli Pataya. Come on, shout glory. It says, before Zerubbabel, thou shalt become a plain. Say, every mountain before me is becoming a plain. Say it again. Say, every mountain before me is becoming a plane. That means that that mountain is leveling. How is it leveling? Verse 6 tells us. That mountain is leveling. It's becoming a plane. Oh, great mountain. What makes mountains become a plane? What levels mountains? I said, what levels mountains? Do you know what I said? Verse 6. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. So how the mountain level? He says, It is not by might. This is not by power, but it is by my spirit. So it is not by your might, nor by your power. And that, that is talking about your physical might or your physical power. Yes, sir. Just by your own self, you cannot make a mountain become a plain. But it's by the spirit. So it means that by the might of the spirit or by the power of the spirit, mountains are leveled. It takes the power of the spirit for mountains to be leveled. So there is something about the power of the spirit. But here he's telling us that it, what you want to see happening in your life is not by mind. It's not by power. It is by the mind and the power of the spirit. Come on, shout glory. glory. There are certain experiences and happenings in your life that would only occur or take place to be the power and the mind of the spirit. There are certain kind of happenings that will only take place in your life through the mind, through the power of the spirit. There are certain happenings that money cannot make happen. You know what I just said? It takes the power of the Holy Ghost. It takes the mind of the Holy Ghost for that to take place. Do you know what I just said? Is that powerful? But you see, in here, he was talking to Zerubbabel. Saying, you are wondering how this will happen. He says, it's not by mind. You are wondering how there will be changes. It's not Zerubbabel. He says, Zerubbabel, it's not by your power. It's not by your effort. It's not by your strength. For by strength shall no man prevail. But it's by my spirit. That is God speaking. That this thing is going to happen how? By my spirit. So there is something about the spirit of God. 
Do you hear what I just said? Yes, that God said, knows and spoke about to Zerubbabel. He says, this thing will only happen by my spirit. So when my spirit is present, there are certain things that happen. Do you know what I just said? When the Holy Ghost is present, the mind of God is present. When the Holy Ghost is present, the power of God is present. Amen. It is that mind and the power of God, or that mind and the power of the spirit, that makes great mountains become a plain. Come on, shout powerful. powerful. Whoever I just said right now. But you see, in the New Testament, something has, has happened. That's what I want to show you. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Oh. If you understand that the power of the Spirit can cause a mountain to become a plain. Oh. Say, I refuse to be defeated. Say, I refuse to give up. Shout glory. Zufati se proko shataha. Lego sopondis apile kadaya. Zon talaba. Oh shatapaha. Oh shipataparakata. He says that, but you shall receive power. This is Jesus speaking. Before he ascended into heaven. When he met the disciples. He said you shall receive power. After that. The Holy Ghost is come upon you. Or is come over you. Or is come within you. He says you shall receive power. That was Jesus speaking before. Before his ascension, after his resurrection, and was addressing the disciples, and he said, And you shall receive power. Ah. Did you hear that? Yes, sir. It says, And you shall receive power. Ah, power. Says, After that, the Holy Ghost mm. is come upon you, ah. and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria. And unto the uttermost part of the earth. Jesus was telling them before he left, and then he left. He says, But you shall receive power. So he was telling them that they shall receive power. Come on, shout glory. glory. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you receive power. Oh, yeah. You hear that? Yes, when the Holy Ghost is, the power of God is. So this, you shall receive power. This is just an, an interpretation. Is that true? Is it there? Did I write it there? Did I write it there? It says, but you shall receive power. But I shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon me. And I shall be witnesses unto Christ. Amen. Is that not powerful? He said this before he ascended. But when he ascended and went into heaven, this took place. Take us to look again. Acts chapter 1, just, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Oh, shout glory. Glory. 
Take us to Luke chapter 24 verse 29. Luke chapter 24 verse 49. How shatalaba. Oh shipagahataya. Mengo shede kolu shabadu ste. Shout powerful. Shout powerful. Amen. Shout glory. Yes, and behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. This is Luke's account. In the gospel of Luke. Then the same Luke talks about Acts. Is that not powerful? But, and behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. Then it says, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued with power from on high. Did you hear that? Yes, so he was telling the disciples, sometimes we read the scriptures, like just, just reading it. Mm. Amen. Amen. You just read the scriptures. And that is all. But Jesus said, I send the promise of my father upon you. Mm. But tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem yes, until you be endued with power from on high. So he was telling the disciples to wait, to tarry in the city of Jerusalem until, say until, you be endued with power from on high. So Luke talks about it here. Then that same Luke talks about it again in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Emphasizing on it. Amen. So that Christians will come to know says you shall be endued with power from on high. Yes, yes, yes. And this thing that Jesus said, or this, this words of Jesus in Luke and in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, mm. the, all these words were fulfilled in Acts chapter 2. Amen. Amen. I'll come back here and explain something. Take us to Acts chapter 2. I want you to know this thing. Amen. Amen. Oh, see, I'm not an ordinary person. I'm not an ordinary person. I cannot be sitting down and be tormented by demons. No. I cannot be sitting and be crying over situations. Zuta Kamado. It is Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Why were they in one, with one accord? Because Jesus had told them, in Luke chapter 24 verse 49 where we read that they should go, into, they should go to Jerusalem and tarry and wait. The word tarry there means to wait. Amen. Amen. Today Christians say that they are going to a place to tarry for the power of God. Because they don't understand this. He told them to go and wait. And then they went to wait. In Acts chapter 2. And it says when they were with one accord. Waiting. Because they had been instructed by the master before he left. To wait. And not go anywhere. Or not go preach. Or not go teach. Until they are endued with power. From on high. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Endued with power from on high. So he says that. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven. So whilst they were waiting for the promise, 
that Jesus spoke about and said that wait for the promise of the Father. And when that promise comes, that promise was the Holy Ghost. This is when that promise comes, you will be endued with power from on high. You will be endued with power from on high. Then he says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, the fulfillment of what Jesus said, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. A sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Is that not powerful? Verse 3, quickly. And there appeared unto, unto, unto them clothing tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. Calabondes attire. Verse 4. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They were what? And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. So Jesus asked them, instructed them. To go to Jerusalem and wait. Because they needed someone in their lives. For them to be productive. They needed someone in their lives. And that person was the Holy Ghost. For them to be effective. For them to be proof producers. They needed someone. Is that powerful? And the Spirit filled them on that particular day. After that day, what was spoken was fulfilled on that day. And it has been fulfilled till today. Amen. Is that powerful? Who caught what I just said? So if you are a Christian and you are filled with the Holy Ghost, what Jesus instructed has been fulfilled in you. Amen. Do you know what I just said? Go back to Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Oh. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This but ye shall... Now listen. Is that not powerful? It says, but you shall receive power. The word receive there means that to seize. Or to lay hold of. It says, but you, I, you, 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 watching me. It says, you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes. Now, the Holy Ghost has been given. So, if you have received the Holy Ghost, you have also received power. That implies that when the Holy Ghost steps into your spirit, the Holy Ghost steps into your spirit with the power. The power of God. You know what I just said? So says you shall lay hold of power. Or you shall receive power. Or you shall seize power. Says after that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. So if you have received the Holy Ghost, you have also received power. If you have received the Holy Ghost, you have power. Did you hear what I said? Yes, sir. You have spiritual power. Mm. It means you have the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. It also means you have the power of God. Do you know what that means? Halabaso Otuli. I want your eyes to be enlightened. 
all those sitting down and watching things happen must change. Hey. Amen. Amen. All this running helter skelter. As if you are not capable or you are unable to do must change. Mm. Did you hear what I just said? No Christian is unable. Listen to me. No Christian is unable. Every Christian is able to do. Because the ability to do has been given. Yes, I shall receive. I shall seize power. After the Holy Ghost comes. And the Holy Ghost has come. Now listen to me. Maybe you go to a church where they say the Holy Ghost is here to come. It's a lie from the pit of hell. The Holy Ghost has come. The Holy Ghost has been given. It says in the last days, Joel was speaking, prophesying. This says, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. This says, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. This in the last days. These are the last days. Do you hear what I said? I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. The spirit has been poured. The spirit has been given. The scripture says that he that believeth on me, Jesus said it. This out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. He says this he spake concerning the spirit. Come on. He says because the spirit had not yet been given. So when Jesus was speaking, the Holy Ghost had not yet been given to all. The Holy Ghost was only in Jesus. But he says in the last days. And these are the last days. And in the book of Acts chapter 2, where we just read, the Holy Ghost has been given. You can't be born again without the Holy Spirit. Your spirit cannot be made new without the Holy Ghost. Do you hear what I just said? You can only be born again by the Spirit through the Word of God. Come on, shout glory. Luke chapter 24, verse 49, where we read again. I want to explain certain things before we move on. Say, man of God, explain to us. Oh, Zita Atapra Atoko Azifataya. Melegesh. He says, and behold, that word behold may see, I send the promise of my father upon you. But wait in the city of Jerusalem, I've already explained, until you be endued with power from on high. Until you be what? Endued. The word endued means to be clothed. Like you are wearing a cloth. It's like you are under a garment. So until you be clothed with power from on high. Now, it says that power is a power from on high. That word on high means power from above. So there is a power that is from beneath. But Jesus is telling us that this power that you'll be clothed, you'll be clothed with. Is the power that is from above. The power that is within us through the Holy Ghost is the power from on high. Shout powerful. Did you catch that one also? That is power from above. Now, why does he talk about power, 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 power? Spiritual power. Divine power. Shout powerful. Powerful. That word power that has been said over and over, power, power, in the Greek means dunamis. 
Say dunamis. Say dunamis. It means miraculous power or miraculous ability. So if not for the fact that English says power and we are translating it the way it's supposed to be, it says that until you be endued with miraculous ability from on high. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. It says, and you shall receive miraculous ability or miraculous might. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. That means that if the Holy Ghost has come upon me, if the Holy Ghost is with me, is in me, I have received miraculous ability. That also means a superhuman ability or supernatural ability or supernatural strength or supernatural might to produce mighty works, to produce miracles, to cause changes, to cause to happen. It's a superhuman ability. So if you have received the Holy Ghost, like he said, and you are filled with the Holy Ghost, you are filled also with power. You have received miraculous ability. You have received superhuman ability. You have received supernatural ability. Who heard what I just said? That's why I say that know what the power, the spiritual power that you have. So you are not now chasing power. You are not now following power. Spiritual power. You have power. And that is a spiritual power. And that power is the power of God. Say the power of God. Say it again. Say the power of God. Sometimes that is why it's important you meditate on the word of God. Because sometimes we just read, oh, we have received power, oh, we have received the power of God. Oh, and that is all. Many Christians are still looking for something else, yet they have it. Many Christians are looking for what they have. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. Did you hear what I just said? Yes, sir. Say, I have power. I have spiritual power. Oh, I say, say, I have spiritual power. But you see, that spiritual power he's talking about is the power of God. The Holy Spirit is the power person of God. The Holy Ghost is the power of God. The Holy Ghost is the power person. He is the power of God. He is the career of God's power. You know what I said? So when you see the Holy Ghost standing as a person, that Holy Ghost that is standing as a person, is the power of God you are seeing. Now what does it mean when we talk about the power of God? Are you following me? Yes, sir. We are talking about what? The power of God. That means the power that belongs to God. So that spiritual power we are talking about that we have received is the spiritual power that belongs to God. You didn't catch what I just said. It means the spiritual power that belongs to God. So Luke calls it the power from on high. This is the power of the highest. When oh, Many don't understand Christianity because they don't know that we have power. 
Many outsiders. They say, ah, what is this? What? We have power. We have power. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. If you have the Holy Ghost, you have power. Ah. And not just any power, but the power of God. Who is following what I'm saying? Shout glory. glory. Can I teach you something? That is why he's telling Zerubbabel that it's not by might. It's not by power. He says if you want to see certain kind of supernatural happenings, like a great mountain becoming a plain, you can't use your ordinary strength to do that. He says you can only use God's power to do that. But when he was speaking to Zerubbabel, Jesus had not yet come. Now Jesus has come. He has ascended. He has granted that this power be given his church. So the power of God is with the church. Many don't know. Oh, yesterday I was speaking to some people. I said something. Many Christians don't know God is on earth too. Many only know that God is in heaven. Did you hear what I just said? But God is also on earth. Many think the power of God is in heaven. No, the power of God is on earth. Hallelujah. You didn't hear what I just said. I said the power of God is not just in heaven. The power of God is also on this earth. God is not just only in heaven. He is also on this earth. The Holy Ghost is God on this earth. The power of the Holy Ghost is the power of God on this earth. So when you are walking on this earth, there are some people on this earth who have the power of God. Those people are not preachers and pastors. They are Christians. Hallelujah. You didn't hear what I just said. I wanted to carry that understanding. Maybe you've heard this kind of thing before. So you are walking tomorrow morning, you wake up and you are going to, to board a bus or wherever you are going. And you are on the way. Maintain that consciousness that the power of God is on this earth. Ah. <laughs> Shout glory. Hey! The power of God is what God uses to do things. Dunamis is God's miracle working power. It's the power that God uses in causing changes. It's the power that God uses in causing supernatural happenings. But when you study throughout the Old Testament, you discover that, that power was with God. Throughout. And that power will come upon some men and they'll do certain things Mm -hmm. and will depart and come and depart. Mm -hmm. But in the New Testament, oh, through the love of God and the grace of Christ, that power has been granted the Christians, the church. So when we say that you have God's power, Amen. Amen. Or you have the power of God. It means you have God's own power residing in your spirit. Did you hear what I said? So I have God's own power in my spirit. That is what Jesus said I will receive. Did I say you will receive? I read it for you. Jesus said you will receive. So if he said I will receive and I have received, then I ought to know that I have received. And I also want to know what this power is about. What can this power do? What is the need or the essence of this power? 
Why do I need it? Or why do I use, why do I need to have it? <laughs> Is that not powerful? Amen. Amen. God is powerful because of his power. You didn't hear what I said. God is powerful because of what? His power. So God does things with his power. That's what I'm trying to say. God does things with his power. We say God is almighty. That means he has all might. We say God is omnipotent. That means he is all powerful. It means he can turn a human being to an animal. And turn an animal to a human being. Do you hear what I said? Is that not what he did with Nebuchadnezzar? He turned him to an animal. (laughs) That is his power in demonstration. That's God's power in demonstration. So when God calls you and says, My son, become a seller of my power. That is a big thing. You didn't hear, you would have shouted, Glory. If God calls you and says, My son, come. Be a seller of my power. The church. It is, the church is the greatest thing that has ever happened on this earth. The Christian. The Christian. You watching me. That is why we study. That is why we teach. That is why we preach. That is why. Christians are walking as if they have been, what? They are already defeated. They were already defeated even before they got born again. Or defeated before. They are just walking just like that. That is God's supernatural ability. So I'm saying God is almighty. Did you hear what I said? It means he possesses all might. All power. All dunamis. When we say God is omnipotent, it means he is all powerful. But you see, the power of God is with the Holy Spirit. So God, as powerful as he is, when he wants to do something, the Holy Ghost with his power moves. Who heard what I just said? When the Holy Ghost with God's power or when the power of the Spirit or when the Holy Ghost moves as the power of God when he moves whatever God wants to see executed is done by the Spirit's power. Who heard what I just said? Luke chapter 1 Say man of God teach us certain things Call your friends. Call your loved ones. Sufa, 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 Kabalosh. Luke chapter 1, verse 28 to 35. So we lift up holy hands in one accord. So Tapahasa. Singing, blessed be the name. Blessed be the name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now see. I said verse what? And the angel, Luke chapter 1 verse 28. Are you following me? And the angel came in unto her. 
and said, Hail, thou that art, my, that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. I was talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she saw the angel. She was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind. He says, what manner of salutation or greetings this should be? Verse 30. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Verse 31. Hurry up. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great. That's the angel announcing. And he shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Verse 33. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Hallelujah. Then said Mary unto the angel. Kalamanduska. Did you hear what he just said? I read Zechariah. says, it is not by mind. It says, it is not by power. But it is by my spirit. So, the changes are caused by my spirit. But it depends on where that spirit dwells. Listen to me. In the Old, in the Old Testament, the spirit was not dwelling in anyone. Did you hear that? So where the Holy Spirit dwells, the mind of God is. Where the Holy Ghost is, the power of God is. So if the Holy Ghost is in this room, the power of God is in the room. But thank God, the Holy Ghost is not just in the room. But the room of the Spirit is the person of the Christian. It's the person of the Christian. So the Holy Ghost dwells in our room, in us. In us. Did you hear what I just said? Why am I saying this? Because he said, then said Mary unto the angel. Because Mary was shocked as a virgin asking the angel, how shall this be? There is something about spirituality. Every spiritual person demonstrates power. Every spiritual person demonstrates spiritual power. Because it is by demonstrating spiritual power that we know you are spiritual. Do you hear what I said? It is by demonstrating spiritual power that you can prove that you are spiritual. By producing certain acts. Certain supernatural acts. That proves that you are spiritual. So every spiritual person demonstrates some kind of power. But the power that we have with us he calls it the power from on high. Mm. Now, the angel calls it the power of the highest. It's how shall this be? Mary said, said how shall this be? He says, seeing that I know not a man, or seeing that I have not met a man. Amen. Amen. How shall it be? How can you see me a virgin and tell me that I will carry a son and his name shall be Jesus? It's how shall this happen? You see, it's connected to Zachariah when he says, it is not by mind. It is not by power. It is by my spirit. It tells us how it is going to happen. This is by my spirit. So happenings are caused by the spirit. Listen. But like I said earlier, it depends on where the spirit dwells. 
So if the spirit dwells on a rock, for instance, then that is where the might of the spirit is. And that is where the power of God is. So we will have to go to that rock or that mountain and, and, and experience the power of God. Or see supernatural manifestations. Or see supernatural acts or works. If it's on a tree, that is where we will have to climb and go. So we climb to the tree because that's where the Holy Ghost is. And that's where the Holy Ghost power is. But thank God it's not on a mountain. And thank God it's not on a tree. And thank God it's not on a river. The Holy Ghost is within me. The scripture speaking says you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. It says, I am the, it says, says you are, it says, know ye not. Paul says, don't you know? Paul says, don't you know? Many Christians don't know. He says, don't you know? These are scriptures we read. So I'm the temple of God. I'm the temple of God. He says, don't you know that you are the temple of God and that God dwells in you? Another one says, don't you know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? So I am the temple of God. That word translated temple means shrine. It means what? Shrine. So it says, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. It means that I am a carrier of the Holy Ghost. So I don't need to climb a mountain to experience God's power. I can experience God's power anywhere I am. Who what I just said? And the angel answered and said unto her, I'm drawing, I'm dragging certain, certain kind of awareness into your spirit. I'm dragging it into your spirit. I'm dragging it into your mind. All those fears you've been having will cease when you understand this. The fear of death. The fear of disease. The fear of miscarriage. The fear that you will live long. All those fears will leave you. He says, and the angels answered and said unto Mary. He says, you see, Mary asked the angels, he says, how? You see, it is the how I'm showing you. It is what? The how. It is not by mind. It is not by power. It is by it is how by that's the how then it's it's saying it here also that and the angel answered and said unto her the holy ghost shall come upon thee oh shall glory and the angel answered and said unto Mary the holy ghost shall come upon you upon who? upon Mary and the power of the highest, you see is there, the dunamis of the highest, the miraculous power of the highest, the spiritual power of the highest. Do you hear what I just said? Shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, that holy thing which you shall conceive shall be called the Son of God. So how did it happen? It says the power of God or the power of the highest shall overshadow you. Did he show us how? 
So people ask, how was Jesus born? How can a virgin carry? That's why we are talking about power. Amen. There is the spirituality of life. You know what I said? Yes, sir. See, what I mean is that there is an earthly life mm. where you just live. Then there is the spirituality of life. Mm. Mm. Amen. Amen. There is the spirituality of life that many can't explain or can't do, especially if they are not born again. So they ask questions because it's difficult for them to comprehend the spirituality of life. Whatever I just said. It's very important. It's very important. That is what we have come to give ourselves to. The spirituality of life. Amen. So many don't understand some of these things. It says the, the, the almighty power. Or the power or the mind. Or the miracle, the superhuman ability. Of God shall overshadow you. See, there is a natural life. Do you know what I just said? Then there is a there is a supernatural life. There is a natural ability or talent. Then there is a supernatural ability. The supernatural ability of God is with the Christian through the Holy Ghost. The supernatural ability of God is with the Christian through the Holy Ghost. This Holy Ghost. I'll show you certain things this week. I'll be showing you certain things this week. Your Christian life, no matter the church you attend, Orthodox, Pentecostal, Charismatic will change. Your Christian life will change forever. Did you hear what I just said? Because there's a way of doing things. There's a natural ability. Mm. Where you cook a meal to eat. That is natural. Yeah. Then there's a supernatural ability. Hey. When you call for a meal to eat. Hey. Hey. I like your Do you understand? Yes, that can only happen through supernatural ability. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And that's why the church must be trained. Mm. You say, man of God, what are you talking about? Ah. The Bible says. Hey, I wish we could read all of these things. Ah. In First Kings, the Bible says there was this prophet called Elijah, and that prophet was tired of fighting Baal and fighting all those people who were opposing God, and went under a tree to sleep. He was tired. He had <laughs> he had fought and was tired, and went to 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 lay to lie under a tree, and was resting. Can we go there? Can we go there? Go to First Kings quickly so that you can see it. So they don't say the man of God is teaching us something. Which man of God is this? Come on, shout glory. First Kings chapter 19, verse 5. Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Shout glory. I just shout glory. Very soon, you will take over the systems of this world. Very, I said what? Very soon. Verse 5 says, And as he lay and slept under a juniper tree, behold, then an angel touched him and said unto him, Prophet, arise and eat. Come on. The man was asleep. He did not wake up to cook. 
Did you wake up to cook? No. I like that, sir. And then the angel. Is it, is it there for you to read? Yes, yes, yes. You say, the man of God is conjuring things for no, us to read. These are things that can happen in your life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I'm trying to say. You may not need a meal to eat. Mm. But there are things that can happen supernaturally mm. by the supernatural might in your spirit. He says Elijah was under a tree when the angel woke him up. He was asleep. It was an angel that woke him up and said, Elijah, wake up. And he said, eat. Is that what he said? Arise and eat. Or awake and eat. Or wake up and eat. There was no wife to cook a meal. There was no mother to cook a meal. Breakfast in bed. Cause supernaturally. Shout glory. And verse 6. Verse 6. Are we there? It says, and he looked. And behold. There was a cake baking. There was what? Listen. Listen. Listen, 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 listen. Watch this. Are you there? Are you reading? Read verse 6 wherever you are. Read it, read it. I'm trying to use this to explain to you that there's a, there's a natural ability. And there's a superhuman ability. Amen. Yes, and he looked and behold, there was a cake baking. A cake. Who has seen a cake before? On the coals. On what? And a cruise of water, that's a a pot of water, at his head. And he did eat and drink and laid him down again. Is that not supernatural? And the angel of the Lord came again a second time and touched him. This is not a vision that the prophet is having. Philly Kadochi. He says, and the angel of the Lord came again the second time and touched him again. And said, arise and eat. Eat, my, my, my prophet. Because the journey is too great for thee. Shout powerful. Is that not powerful? To wake up and see a food on the table. Today's Christian will say, that is a demon. Who brought it? If you eat in your dream, it's a demon. All kinds of misinterpretation of things. Cake, cake. It's a cake. cake. Physical, tangible cake. On the coast with a pot of water. Hey. So that you can eat and drink water. Hey. Hey. Where I shout glory? Hey. Is that not strange? Is that not strange? Go to Oh, do I have time to finish this? First Kings chapter 19 verse 5. I don't have time to finish this. I don't have time. Shout glory. Go to John chapter 21 verse 4 to 12 rather. We are coming to the Gospels. Say the Gospels. These things were written for our learning. The Bible says these things were written for our admonition. For our learning, for our encouragement, for our knowing. Don't stay at that level. Don't stay at that level. Don't stay at that level. There is a supernatural level. Shout glory. You are born again for that. 
John chapter 21 verse 4 to 12. Verse 4 to 12. Quickly, let me just read this one. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? Uh, But when the morning was now come, that was after Jesus had been raised back to life. And the disciples had gone back fishing. <laughs> because Jesus had died and there was no, had not yet been raised at that time. He had not revealed himself to them. So Peter said, let's go fishing so that we can get something to eat. And they went. But as they went, look at what happened. It says, but when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore. But the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. He stood on the shore. They went fishing and Jesus stood on the shore. Who, has, who understand what I'm saying? Then Jesus said unto them, Children, have ye any meat or any fish? Then they answered back and said, No, because they thought it was just one of the fishermen. Do you have fishes? They said, No. Verse mm. 6. And he said unto them, Cast the net on the right side of the ship, and you shall find. Mm. And he says, They cast therefore, and now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Cash. Go to verse 7. I don't want to dwell there. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved, that's John, said unto Peter, it is the Lord. Ah. Why? Because it's only the Lord that can make fishes come where there are no fishes. Yes, 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 yes. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he got his fishes coat unto him, for he was naked, and did, did cast himself into the sea. Verse 8, quickly. And the other disciples came in a little ship, or they came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were two, 200 cubits, dragging the net with fishes. So the disciples were bringing the fishes alongside, the multitude of fishes. Mm. Then they said, the Bible says, verse 9, as soon then as they were come to the land, mm. they saw a fire of coals <laughs> there, hey. and a fish laid on and bread. Hey, hey. Another cooking. You see, you, you have not read the scripture. You see, it, you are shocked now. You have not read certain things in the scriptures. When they came, Jesus had what? Had what? Where, where is it? As soon as, then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals. No. Oh, who commanded the fire of coals? Who commanded it? It was Jesus. Fire of coals again. And there was a fish laid on it. And there was bread also. Continue. Continue. Continue and see something. Jesus said unto them, Bring off the fish. Think about it. Do you know why I'm explaining this to you? Throughout this week, I'll be teaching you certain things. It may, listen, it may look very strange, but it is supernatural. So that, your understanding of what can happen in your life will change. Amen. Amen. So that your understanding of what you have and what what you have can do will change. It says, Jesus said unto them, bring of the fish which you have now caught. Verse 11. Then Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes and hundred and fifty and three. For all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. That was a miracle. And Jesus said unto them, Come and dine. Jesus did not need their fishes because he had created one there. He says, Come and dine. 
Listen, then he says, and none of the disciples dared ask him, who art thou? Or who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Think about this thing. Jesus then comes and take bread and give it to, give, give to them or give it them and fish likewise. So there is the supernaturality of life. Yes, 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 yes. Every man has a quest for the supernatural. Yeah. That is why the scientists have what we call scientific fiction and you see them in the movies. Is that, is that true? Trying to demonstrate some kind of superhuman thing. Every man has a quest for the supernatural. And every man at the point in, in time desires, desires mm. a supernatural act or a supernatural intervention. Yes, sir. Why? Why is it so? Because man came out of a spiritual source. Man. The Christian is born out of a spiritual source. The earth that you see, as physical as it is, came out of a spiritual source. So there is always a quest for the supernatural in the heart of men. They desire to do something superordinary. They desire to live above limits and limitations. Come on, shout glory. But you see, that desire has been fulfilled. In the presence of the Holy Ghost in you and in us. Shout powerful. There comes a time in the life of a person where you want to see a supernatural act. When the, 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 the doctors diagnose your friend, your sibling, your father, a, a, a close relative of a particular condition. And as rich as he may be or she may be, that money can cure him or her. The Bible says the woman with the issue of blood spent all that she earned on physicians. It was spoken more than 2,000 years ago. Does it still happen today? Yes, it is. Or it does. And you spend all your money Yet the disease and sickness has no cure. Then you need a supernatural intervention or act in your life. When you are flying your own jet and you are in the air and the engine ceases and the pilot says, Alas, master. Like Elisha's servant. This is the end of the road. At that time, such a person needs a supernatural act. When you are in the car and your car is about to collide with a trailer and you know this is death and death. Is what? You need a supernatural act. So God knows how important the supernatural is to the Christian on the earth. Yeah. 
And that is why He's given us the Holy Spirit. He's given us the power of God. His power. He wants us to know we have that power. He wants us to know what that power can do. He wants us to leave that power out. The Christian who is lazy in that will never see that kind of manifestation. And his life will be surrounded by limitations. What takes off the limitations is the supernatural power of God. Else how can a virgin conceive? How can a king be turned into an animal? How can a lame man who cannot walk, who was born without limbs, receive legs to walk? How can you explain? It's by the power of the Spirit. How can a man without kidneys receive a new kidney? Did you hear what I just said? It's by the power of God. But you know the good news? The good news is that that, that kind of power has been deposited in the Christian. Who heard what I just said? Psalm 66 verse 3. Are we out of time? Masoto. Shout glory. Are you hearing something today? Who is loving what I'm teaching? If you are loving what I'm teaching, I'm loving what you are teaching. See, we are training ourselves. The world is about to see something. The world is about to see something. The world is about to witness some kind of people. The world is about to experience some kind of pain. Who are these that fly as the clouds? They look at us. Who are these? Masoto kepeli kataya. It says, "Say unto God, Psalm sixty-six, verse three: How terrible art thou, art thou in thy works?" The kingdom is becoming plenty. Is that not true? The thou is becoming plenty now. How terrible are you in your works? Through the greatness. Of your power shall your enemies submit themselves to thee. Is that true? So he's talking about God and the greatness of God's power. That's the psalmist. And it says, through the greatness of your power shall your enemies submit themselves. So enemies submit to greatness of power. Did you hear what I said? What's an enemy? Sickness is an enemy. Poverty is an enemy. For 10 years, you cannot count a 100 cities. Hey! That is an enemy. Hey! It can't be my story. Hey! Who heard what I just said? I heard it, sir. Five years, no job. Mm. That's an enemy. We talk about 1,000 Ghana. You've not seen some before. So poverty is an enemy. There are different kinds of enemies. Demons are enemies. Disappointments everywhere. Nobody wants to look at you. Look at your face. It's an enemy. 
It says, through the greatness of God's power, shall God's enemies submit themselves unto, the, unto him. But you see, the psalmist was talking about who God. Come on, let me shock you with this and then close. Shock glory. If I teach you this and you are on your bed, in the consciousness of the power of God in you, No demon can come near you there. Okay. No persistent situation will stay. Okay. Amen. Amen. Then he talks about God's, the greatness of God's power. Then verse 4 he says something. Come on shout powerful man of God. Powerful. Tomorrow don't miss. I will teach you something. How this power works. In fact I have important things to teach you. So to follow. And when you finish, go and study on the authority, the lordship of Jesus, the lordship of the church. Sit and get lost. Check them. They are there. Amen. Amen. And then you soak yourself into it. One of these days, you wake up, all your fears gone. All your unbelief left. It's gone. This all the earth shall worship thee. Shall sing unto thee. They shall sing unto thy name. Verse 4, verse 5. Come and see the works of God. He is terrible in his doing toward the children of men. Verse 6. He turned the sea into dry land. Kayamotos atali kapasosh. Do you hear what I just said? He turned the sea into dry land. So he's talking about the greatness of God's power for his enemies to submit. Then he says, God turned the sea into dry land. When the people of Israel were crossing the sea, he turned the sea. So, it takes the power of God to turn the sea into dry land. Think about Are these things, things? Are these things, things? When we say that when they were coming, the sea saw them and the sea fled. When the Israelites, tomorrow I'll show you certain things. When the Israelites were coming, and they met the sea. The Bible says that the sea saw them coming and fled. The sea took to its heels. Is that not what it says? Do you know why it says that? Between the sea parted into two like this. Why? In the midst of the Israelites was the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost showed up as the pillar of cloud in the day and the pillar of fire in the night. I said in their midst, not in within their spirit. Hey. So if in their midst, as the multitudes ah. in their midst, the Holy Ghost was a pillar of fire in the night hey. and a pillar of cloud in the day ah, and the sea saw the Holy Ghost leading them in the day. Ah. Do you hear what I said? Ah. The sea saw the Holy Ghost leading the Israelites and coming towards him and the sea fled. Hey. So the Bible says that God Parted the Red Sea. And the Israelites walked on dry land. He calls that the greatness of his power. Is that not powerful? Take us to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17. Shout glory. You are already tired. You are sleeping. Is that not strange and powerful? The sea saw them. And took off. 
when I talk about the Holy Ghost, I've said, I say, one of these days, it is impossible not, not for it to happen. One of these days, the body of Christ, the church of Jesus, will be displaying certain things. And all the people will come and put their cameras on and say, what is happening? We have come of age. Do you understand what I'm saying? We've come of age. Says for the endless expectation of the creation. Says wait for the manifestations of the sons of God. We are not ordinary. We don't say we are not ordinary. Is that what we say? <laughs> you didn't hear what I just said. I said we don't say we are not ordinary. <laughs> because we are not ordinary. It is God that has made us so. Because you see the scriptures I just read. You shall receive power. Maybe you've heard it teach, being taught in your church. Or maybe you've heard it somewhere on the FM, on the TV. Then the man of God says you shall receive power. Then what is in your mind that you have received power and you are going? You don't know the, the intensity or the strength of the power you have, you have received. I'm, I'm showing it to you from scriptures. Amen. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus, when he was born to the age of 30, he was walking as a man, born of God, with nothing to show, just walking. Until one day when the Holy Spirit descended and remained in him. The Bible says, when the Holy Ghost came into Jesus, he was driven by the Spirit into the wilderness. Then he returned. In the power of the spirit. He returned in the dunamis of the spirit. He returned the supernatural ability of the spirit. He returned. And then he started turning water into wine. If you want to know how, what the power of God can do, take your time and study the ministry of Jesus. The Bible says that God appeared into more to Moses. Says Moses, what do you have in your house, in your hands? Moses said, I'm holding a rod. He says, throw the rod down. Moses threw the rod down. The rod became a serpent. How mighty our God is. And how mighty his might is in us. Through the Holy Spirit. But you see, the psalmist talk about the greatness of his power. Amen. Child glory. glory. Let me end with this one. The psalmist talks about the greatness of his power. Amen. Amen. But you see, that great power is what now Paul talks about. The greatness of God's power ever was displayed in the resurrection of Jesus. So it says that Paul was praying for us and the church. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Come on, shout glory. Glory. Who heard what I just said? I Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know. Mm. Say that I may know. That I may know. What is the hope of His calling? 
and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance. You know what I said? I said the power of God is our inheritance. That's what I started with in the beginning. Amen. Amen. When I started. It says the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Paul says that he's praying that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened that we may know. The word know means that we may become aware. An awareness. A realization. What is the hope of his calling? And the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints. Come on, go to verse 19. I close with this. I close. He said, what is the exceeding greatness of his power? To us, world who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Listen. If you have the NIV, just give it to me. Let me give it to you. Let me give it to them right now. Verse 19. We are staying at verse 19 this time. Oh. Verse 19, it says what? The exceeding greatness of his power says toward us who believe. This one says, and what is the immeasurable greatness? Say immeasurable. Greatness of his power. It says to us who believe. The amplifier says to us and in us who believe. So Paul was praying that the church of Jesus we have received power like he said we will receive. But Paul was saying that he's praying that the church, and that is why I'm teaching you this. I'm not teaching you this for the fun of it. I'm teaching you this because that was Paul's prayer for the church. He prayed that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. And that you become aware. You come to realize. What is the immeasurable greatness of his power. In us. And to us. Who believe. According to the working. Of his vast strength. Or of his mighty power. Shout glory. Who heard what I just said? Who heard what I just said? So what was Paul's prayer? Paul's prayer was for us to come to realize that we are not just born again going to church and leading Bible studies. We are not just born again going to church and having our names in the book of the church. We are not just born again and serving in the house of God. But he was praying that all believers all over the world will come to know He calls it the exceeding greatness of God's power. That is in us. And that is for us who have believed. Have you believed? Then Paul says that you must realize this. That there is an exceeding or immeasurable great power that is in you. He says it is that same great power that God demonstrated in raising Jesus from the dead. So it says that same power that was demonstrated by God in raising Jesus from the dead is that same power that is in you and for you who believe. It is that prayer that I'm just teaching you. Shout glory. 
So say the power of God is in me. The power of God is in me. Say I know. I know. Say man of God, thank you for your teachings. Thank you for your teachings. Say I now know. I now know that the power of God. Is in me. Through the Holy Spirit. Oh, did you say that? Are you already sleeping? Shout glory. Say, I now know that the power of God is in me through the Holy Spirit. Say, the Holy Ghost is in me. His power is in me. So I have the power of God residing in my spirit. This power is God's supernatural ability. It means I am in possession of God's supernatural ability. I am a Sarah. One thing about Christianity, let me say this before I close, wherever you are watching me from. One major truth in Christ Jesus. One major truth about Christianity is the truth that we are sharers of the God kind. God took whatever he had and gave it to his son Jesus. There is nothing that God had or has that he did not give to his son Jesus. But the important thing now to know is that whatever was given to Christ Jesus he also decided that when we believe in him he will do a transfer so what was with God or what is with God that he gave to his son his son has given to his church and the church is us all shout glory Wherever you are, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Jesus. Shata kapa shata pa. Mango sate kopogondos epelegadish. Balitos kopogondos epelegadush. Manteke pasutika. Legos, leave that scripture there as we pray. Malakaba Sataha. Boro ko sukipalakataya. Manto koko superetea. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice. They're going to pray for some few minutes and we are entering into a time of prophecy. Shout glory. We're going to be praying for you right now. Right now. We are going to be praying for you. Right now. So wherever you are. Lift up your voice. Shata kapala basata. That is who you are. Oh, we make a miracle worker. Promise light in the darkness. That is who you are. We make a. Shataka pasata la bahar 
Baraco Santos que para baixar para a gente. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice. It is time to pray for you. It is time to pray for you, to pray for the sick, to speak to the sickness, to speak to the afflicted, to speak to the disease. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice wherever you are. Just thank the Lord for His word. Oh, you will be 
glory will be revealed on the freeway.
Right now, I'm praying for the sick. In the sick. name of Jesus. Wherever you are sick, I want you to touch the place Kate right now. The healing power is so available right now. In the name now. of Jesus. I pray anybody going through any emotional pain in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Be healed right now. Be healed right now. Be healed from that emotional pain right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anyone who is pregnant in the name of and Jesus. experiencing pain in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the name of Jesus. this baby will become in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus in the name of Jesus anybody going through financial challenges in the name of Jesus your finances is becoming in the name of Jesus is becoming in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I pray and I set you all free in the name of Jesus tonight. It's your night. In the name of Jesus. Tonight. It's your night. In the name of Jesus. As I have prayed for you. In the name of you Jesus. You are coming back with a testimony. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I pray for anyone under the sound of my voice. In the name of Jesus. Expecting to take in. In the name of Jesus. Expecting to get pregnant. In the name of Jesus. This dance is not a barrier. In the name of Jesus. I speak as an oracle of God. And I speak babies into your stomach. In the name of Jesus. I speak babies into your stomach. In the name of Jesus. You will not miss the chance. In the name of Jesus. To get pregnant this month. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As we are becoming in the month of Kinomaya. Everything concerning your life is becoming. In the name of Jesus. You are victorious. Go and win on every side. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You begin to check yourself and testify. I'm healed in my body. Every sickness, has left me. In the name of Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus. Anyone going through demonic attacks, in the name of Jesus. I command those demons to leave you. Amen. Anyone that has been going through nightmares, attacks of demons. Hey. You see invisible images. Oh, Jesus. And all kinds of experiences of demons. I speak in the name of Jesus. 
I command your deliverance. Amen. I command those demons to come out. Now. I command those demons. Come out. Spiritual husband. So called spiritual husband. Out of their lives. Out of their death. Out. Out of their sleep. Out. In the name of Jesus. From tonight, you are free. You are delivered Amen. from every demonic attacks, consistent demonic attacks. Attacks. I command them to leave you now. Amen. You demons, you can hear my voice. Yeah. I command you, take your hands off them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Take your hands off their finances. Take your hands off. Take your hands off their marriages. Take your hands off their sleep. Come out now. Come out now. Come out now. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Shout glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's prophecy time. It's prophecy time.